Angus, we gotta do the thing. Dave, we're making a zombie movie. No, you're sitting on your butt. We're supposed to do the inside scooper. You mean episode 29? Yep. Shit, yep. it's quiet on the set, Dave. Yeah, we're coming to you live from Scatcast Studios, the set of Post-Apocalyptica. Yeah, it's a show I star in now. Right, I'm also in it. Briefly. Right, well, we've been asked to guest host the inside scooper, so let's do it. All right, there's an inside shit that follows three skit scats. What's the fucking skit scat, Dave? Now, you know what they are. The dumb things with the stupid? Yep. Oh, shit, they're shooting. I think we're supposed to be quiet. Right, well, before we get to the skit scats, Tuesday on Scatcast, you can find Time Traveling Jesus. It's the Grunge Jesus one, right? Yep. Plus the Liam the Monster Hunter saga continues in brand new episode of The Adventures of Gunnar Halfax. Yeah, fuck that show. Yep. You're just jealous because this is the number one show on Scatcast. Look around you, Dave. I'm Scatcast. No, not really. Whatever. Then they got their Wednesday show, The Dipshit Files, with Mrs. Scriptkeeper. Yep. And this week they continue the Ted Bundy story. All right, again, I think we're supposed to be quiet. Yep. But Part two of the Ted Bundicle story. All right, then it's Thursday, our show. Yeah, for the next few weeks, our show, The Dave and Angus Show, has been transformed into Post Apocalyptica. Yeah, it's zombie shit. Yeah, we're looking at a whole bunch of extras here that are zombies right now. Yeah, I get to pretend to blow them up here pretty quick. Right, and then of course Friday we have the Just a Ride podcast. Oh shit, they're shooting yeah, again. It's that same scene before. That's what I don't like about this the most, yeah, man. All the different takes. Yeah, and Angus does things once and that's all that's necessary. Right, that's not how Zach directs things. Zach is a monster on the set. Now speaking of that, we should keep our voices down so it doesn't yell at us. A fucking monster. By the way, Friday... Just a Ride podcast? That's Zach right there being a bitch. Now, keep your voice down, I'll hear you. Whatever, on the Just a Ride podcast, Jeff Ketchell's gonna talk about police stories. Now, there's some crazy stuff. Plus, I got the... De- oh, yeah, all right, Zach, we hear you, man. Angus, there's 200 people on set. Whatever, we're doing the thing. Let's do the thing. Now, well, tune in for a busy week here at the Scatcast Network. We're definitely tuning in Thursday, because I'm badass. Right, well, let's start the show off with Time Traveling Jesus. Right, this one's called The Tour of the TT Box. Yeah, whatever the fuck that is. Sounds dirty. Yeah. Get this ride as Jesus Christ is gonna go back in time and fix our plot. It's gonna bring back the beat, the beat, don't stop beating, cause I bring back the beat, the beat, don't stop beating, cause I'm Jesus Christ, the time traveler. Bring back the beat, the beat, don't stop beating, cause I'm Jesus Christ, the time traveler. Bring back the beat, the beat, don't stop beating, cause I'm time traveling, Jesus. Time traveling, Jesus, go. And we find Jesus giving a tour of the time travel box. Especially where the bathroom is, because First Mammal is not actually body trained. Oh, fuck you. It's a time traveling Jesus bonus. How long is this going to take, Jesus? Well, I mean, we're traveling tens of millions of years through time space. That's a lot. I have to go pee-pee. I think it's the time you get a tour of the TT box, First Mammal. I just need to go pee-pee. Let's start on the first floor. Oh. Here on the TT box 9000, oh. there are four spacious levels. This level is the command center. Oh. It's where we got the controls. I've got these nice chairs. We can watch space go by on these big screen TVs. Hey, what's a TV? The big screen that we're looking at? Hey, what's a screen? I forgot, you used to tend donkeys like five minutes ago. Yeah. I used to hunt demons. Oh, don't worry. We'll get you back to hunting demons soon, Toby the Angel. I like murdering demons. I mean, who doesn't, really? I need to take a freaking piss. Well, we do have a bathroom here on the bottom floor, but let's go upstairs. No. Now, there is also a bathroom on this level. Please let me pee. He's not looking good, Jesus. This isn't about him anymore. Oh, God. Okay. I consider this level the lounge. We've got a nice couch, another big TV, refrigerator, microwave, all that kind of stuff. Hey, what's a refrigerator? That's right, the donkeys. You were raising donkeys. Jesus, the first man was turning blue. Oh, right, well, the bathroom on this level is out of order currently. Wait, but your God, how could this? It's out of order. Okay, here on the third level, we've all got our own beds. Are you serious? I didn't know that. Could that be Toby's bed? From now on, that's Toby's bed. That's my bed. Okay. Are you getting this first mammal? Yeah, I think he passed out from the pressure of having to piss. Oh, my father, boom. Ugh, what is it? Oh, I gotta piss. Why'd you wake him up and not help him piss? I don't know. I actually think it's pretty funny. You know, I hope through our time-traveling journeys, you grow up a little bit. Yeah, I'm literally God. I said what I said. Whatever, let's go to the fourth level. I'm gonna explode. Are you still listening, Fermi? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is the fourth level, the final level, the top of the TT box. Oh. And I keep cool things up here, like this cool telescope and this machine gun turret. Wait, what's a machine gun turret? Oh, it's pretty cool. Check it out. Okay. Oh, oh my. Amen. Oh, that's very loud. Also, I keep some magic things up here, you know. Oh. And that's pretty much the entire TT box, minus the secret basement that you're not allowed to go into. Wait, what's that? Nope, I've said too much. Boom. And boom. There is no secret basement on the TT box. Oh, I don't have to pee anymore. Good, that was getting ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, as you can see, there's a pole that I can slide down, so let's all slide down. I don't really want to. I can't really grip it. What the heck ever. Boom and boom. Let's go down the slide, shall we? Slide, slide. Why do I feel like my free will has been tampered with? Just go down the me damn slide. Jesus Christ, the time traveler. Better beat the beat, don't stop because Jesus Christ, the time traveler. Better beat the beat, don't stop because time traveler. Jesus, time traveler.
Alright, so that was a thing. I'm not in it, so I don't find it to be great. Right, well, that's a little bonus time traveling Jesus. Right, well, Zach's gonna yell. Yep, Zach yelled again. Right, well, this next exclusive skit scat is for Liam the Monster Hunter. No, I do like this one. Right, Angus plays Liam. I am Scat Cast Dave. Right, well, this one's called the Cat Army of South Demon Guard City. Right, and pay attention to the handsome one. Right, you mean Barfield? Fuck you, Dave. If you've been following along, you know that Liam and the gang traded the runes of Dork and thousands of years of darkness for an army of cats to take back South Demon God City from an army of pigeons. Fuck. God, we keep losing cats. I'm, I'm doing my best. I think there's a couple Wendigos out there picking off cats. Yeah, I smell them, Liam. Is it Wendigos or is it Wendigai? It's definitely Wendigos, Liam. Yeah, we can spare a few more cats. What the fuck are you talking about? We're down to like 5,000. Whatever. If this works, it works. If it doesn't, you know. Alright, 500 pigeons against 5,000 cats. Let's see. I doubt they're trained that well, Barfield. I know they conquered orcs and trolls and shit, but these are cats. Well, these are the natural enemy of pigeons. And cats don't give a fuck. Seems like pigeons might give a little bit of a fuck. Well, sorry I'm not an expert on pigeon disposition. Hey, you guys, this looks... What is it, Dildo? We put this little kitty in an archer outfit. Man, it looks like archer guard. Where'd you get a tiny archer guard outfit? Man, eat fuck, we made it. Yeah, fuck you, we like to knit. I didn't know hobbits like to knit. Oh, yeah, they knit all sorts of shit. Yeah, but look at how cute it is. Yeah, little kitty's cute. Don't you get the idea in your head that we're keeping a cat? Oh, come on, sis. Yeah, we'll take care of it. Yeah, we'll feed it some shit. Yeah, in between your drug-induced comas. Yeah, you're the one that gives him the drugs, father. I thought you were sleeping. I was sleeping, but you guys won't shut the fuck up. Did you guys notice we're leaving a trail of kitty piss smell for like miles and miles? Yeah, none of this is ideal. I thought you were going to step down as the wizard of South Demon Guard City. No, then I'd have to go to wizard hell. Wizard hell? What's that? It's prison for wizards, but it's underground and it sucks fucking ass. Right, that sounds terrible, asparagus. My name is Albus Yukon! I really want to avoid wizard hell. So what, we're just stuck in South Demon Guard City? Well, first we have to fight and take it back. Right, well, my motivation's kind of low here. Well, at this point, you got to have checked off a few slayer boxes. I guess so. Have I, Barfield? I apologize for the fawns. God. Well, you got that poor troll. I know I got a few jabberwockies. Yeah, you got that first one that started the whole damn war. Whatever, it's all your stupid politics has started the war. Right, well, that's why I don't want to be a wizard. Yeah, that's why you should think about abolishing the state. Should no one asked you, horse. No gods, no rulers. Yeah, shut it, you crackpipe smoking horse. Anarchy is our day-to-day interaction. Yeah, you're wearing a bridle. Right, well, I'm, yeah. So in summary, let's do our best so I don't have to go to wizard hell. Right, so what's the plan here? We're just gonna unleash these cats just like, go get them, kitty. I'm pretty sure when they see a whole fuckload of pigeons, they're gonna be pretty interested. Right. Plus, I haven't fed a single one of these cats since we left Old Dork. Yeah, I think they've been murdering all the small to medium-sized wildlife as we've gone along. <laughs> yeah, basically a killing field. Yeah, well, I'm not going to wizard hell, goddammit. So it's, like, really bad. Yeah, it's FUBAR AF. Well, how long would you be sent there for? Well, it depends on what the wizard council says, but it could be a thousand years. Okay. And they shove things in your butt there, Liam. Okay. So let's just get these fucking cats to South Demon Guard City and let's make it happen. Well, you're the one that's using your crystal ball as a laser pointer, so, you know, keep that juju a-flowing. Yeah, find my satchel and grab me some more spider eggs. I can't believe you eat that shit. Well, the side effects of ingestion include magic shit. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Fuck magic and fuck Marnie. Aw, uh, Liam, those windigos are up to something. I can smell their buttholes pucker. All right, everyone arms it to ready. Yeah, look, we made the little kitty a bow and arrow. Yeah, a little tiny bow and arrow. That's very cute, but we're about to die, probably. Look at the cute kitty. Fine, it is very cute. We're keeping him. No. He's general white sucks. Whatever, smoke this. Don't fuck it. Don't give me the drugs. Alright, that was me killing it as Liam the Monster Hunter. Right, right. Alright, let's try and do this before Zach shouts action, alright? Right. Here's a little Adventures of Gunner Halifax. Oh, damn it. This is the Adventures of Gunner Halifax in the Alien Bathroom. A lot of pee and poo jokes in this one. I'm pretty sure they're all like this. Alright, that's right. Alright, Gunner Halifax, go. Gunner Halifax. Shorts. Captain's mobile diary. We're on the rainy ass planet Chuka 5. And I've got to go to the bathroom so bad, but I can't find a fucking bathroom. Hey, Captain, we have to get off this planet, eh? Not until I find a bathroom. Hey, well, you better hurry. No, I'm fucking well aware of that. Captain, just go into any one of these stores. No, none of the aliens on this planet like humans. We are definitely getting the stink eyes. Yeah, all six of them. Fuck you, sir. Yeah, well, and a blah la la to you. Yeah, well, he just called you a tractor fucker. Well, a tractor? Like a fucking tractor? Well, their species is an amorphous blob, so they think farming's funny. They think farming is funny? That's why I fucking the tractor? I don't know. 
Okay. Now get out of my way. I'm going to shit in the alley. Captain, one of the police drones will see you. What am I supposed to do? Just wait until my asshole explodes? Yeah, just to warn you, the machine on the ship that fixes assholes is broken. The, <laughs> see, and the asshole fixing machine is broken. Just go in a store. Fuck. Fucking Carabas. Oh, I'm not going to make it. Fuck. Please tell me you have a bathroom back there. Please let me use it. What do you mean, number one or number two? All right, fine. I got a shit. We don't have the stinkiest shit in the galaxy. That's totally species is. What do you mean I have to buy something? Come on. I promise to buy something after I'm done. I'm going to shit myself right in front of your little store. I don't want that. I'm not buying that. But I don't need a de-atomizer. Do you have any gum? Just sell me something cheap. My O-ring's really losing the battle here. Who the fuck sells Ganthor eggs? Uh, Captain, you have poop in your pants. Yeah, I know that, Slev. That is not making me feel good. They smell like shit, Captain. Well, I mean, I shit my pants, so... Well, why don't you go clean your fucking self up, please? Well, all the aliens on this planet are mean. Well, in like 15 minutes, a bunch of asteroids are going to crash into it and destroy it forever, so I guess, you know... Right, so why'd that guy make me buy something? I mean, a semblance of normalcy? Whatever, where we parked the ship? It was somewhere around here, Captain. Lieutenant fucking Sightseff. Yes, Captain, did you lose my fucking ship? I mean, uh, You lost a multi-billion dollar ship? I didn't lose it, uh, hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, there it is, Captain. It's on the other side of the parking port. I am being sorry, I forget where we parked. Yeah, I'm walking around in shitty pants right now. Why didn't you just go use the bathroom? Because Chukafavians are dicks. After you bought those fried womp rats on a stick, he let you use the bathroom. Yeah, the four-ton torpedoes had already busted through the force field at that point. Okay, gross. No, seriously. Hey, hey, you guys, we've got to get out of here pretty quick. Yeah, eh? we're working on it. We have, what, 15 minutes? Yeah, probably more like uh, 15 seconds. Wait, eh? what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, look at the fucking sky, you stupid fuck. Eh? No shit, those things are close. Oh my god, we gotta get to the ship. Even through your parking decisions, you managed to kill us, you fucking weird ass fucker. What, what are you yelling at me? Hey, we've got the impact. Oh, shit. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. It is exceedingly difficult to run with poopy yeah, pants. That's just a beginning run faster, fucks. Yeah, yeah, Lieutenant Gregerson. Yeah, Captain, I'm here. Yeah, prep the damn ship for takeoff. Dude, I don't want to sound weird or nothing, but I think the sky is falling. I know that. Just prep the fucking ship. Yes, Captain. We might be seriously fucked. Yeah, I won't be, Captain. Is it because of a slimy thing that you have? Yeah, I can actually produce an exoskeleton. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Dr. Schmuck. We're almost there. I need a new job. Captain's log. Star date. I shit myself. Nope. My best move, I admit. I'm kind of chafed from running. Captain, you need to come to the bridge immediately. Lieutenant Bamba, you can't just wave me whenever you want. Captain, that's literally what wave comms are for. Can't you see I'm wiping the crusty shit off my ass? <sighs> now, what's so important that I can't wait? Uh, what are they called again, Dr. Smokey? Right, there are spit sounds. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're being attacked by space dragons, Captain. Space dragons? Uh, yes. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> All right, for the last time today, that's been Dave and Angus. Yeah, we've been doing this from the set of our show, Post-Apocalyptica. Yeah, check out episode two this Thursday. Right, and now it's time for Inside Shit. Whereas where Mr. and Mrs. Scriptkeeper talk about whatever, I don't know, I don't pay attention. Well, they've got all sorts of stuff to talk about, so we hope you'll enjoy it. Right, well, I'm not in it, so good luck. Right, well, thank you for being patrons. Shit, they're shit. Inside Shit. Inside Shit. Inside shit. Hi. Hi, Mrs. Scriptkeeper. <laughs> it's good to see you. Good to see you. We've had a crazy day. Mm-hmm. It's just been beyond the normal of days uh, here at the Skycast Studios. It's, we had to leave the damn studios. Yes, we, we did. We don't usually do that on... Today we record Sundays. Mm-hmm. We do the Inside Scooper. Yeah, it's been busy, busy. Hey. <laughs> but you had fun. You got to go hang out with... Well, you tell them. Tell them who you hung out with. Oh, yeah. Well, today I got to work with the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Yeah. And uh, I had a blast. Uh, great show. I grew up with this, listening to this uh, this group. Mm-hmm. And they put on a fantastic show. These guys have been together since uh, 65 or 66. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, there's the members have kind of, you know, come and gone. Um, but there's two or three core members that have been there the whole time. Right. And I got to meet two of them tonight. Uh, Jeff and Jimmy, yeah. I think their names were. And, uh, yeah, there's another thing that I didn't get to tell you about mm. uh, that involved our boy. Oh. And the boy ended up talking to one of the wives. So oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and through the text? Through no, the... no, it was through FaceTime. Oh, FaceTime. Yeah, he nice. FaceTimed me to give me some pretty good news that he told me not to tell you. Oh. Because he wants to tell you. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, so it'll probably yeah. be tomorrow. Because um, okay. tomorrow's his day off. But, yeah, Yay. so the boy is in uh, Sacramento. Well, just north of Sacramento right now. Right, Opening, doing cool stuff. Yeah, he's, he's uh, basically the lead trainer on a new restaurant that they're opening up there. So yep. he's the boy. Our, I'm gonna have to grown, stop. We have to stop calling him the boy at grown one man point. Son. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's old boy. He's an old man. At yes, this point. but anyways, worked for uh, 
uh, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Nitty Gritty Dirt Band and had a blast. Had a lot of fun. That's cool. What's the song that they have? What's um, there's gosh, there's a bunch, but Dance Little Jean uh, is one. My favorite is um, Fishing in the Dark. Love oh. that. Oh yeah. Okay. I know and that then song. Mr. Bojangles the is in. The, yeah. Oh really? Yeah, that's another one. There's a okay. there's a bunch, but those are the ones that pop into my head. So it was a, it was a Sunday night show. It's at the Fox Theater, mm-hmm. which is the it's a big beautiful theater. Mm-hmm. Well, big for Spokane. It's seventeen hundred, I think, or fifteen hundred, something like that. Yeah. Seventeen, eighteen hundred. Uh, was it good turnout? Yeah, it was a very good turnout. Yeah. yeah, and you, you got to do you got to meet like five hundred of them, right, or something was what you're yeah. saying because of the merch of their yeah of their people. Their their fans, yeah. yeah. It was it was so much fun. I had a blast, and of course, I'm selling merch and, and dancing behind the table. Were they? As, I love their music, right? Heck yeah. yeah. And the people weren't buying merch when the show's going, so you could just chill. Yeah, I was the show. able to relax. Yeah. That's fun. Uh, were they as nice a people as the Weird Al Yankovic crowd? Or they were nicer. They were nicer. They were nicer. <gasps> wow. Yeah. That's two in really a row were. of like super kind. Super. Yeah. But, and but they were more outgoing. They were more. Um, they were older. The mm-hmm. majority of the people were over 60, mm. six, 55, 60. And uh, it, you had your young people, but it was it was just an older crowd. Um, and the caliber of, of individuals were just friendly, super happy to be there. Um, and had stories, you know, they wanted to tell me this is my yeah. sixth time seeing them or first time I saw him was in, you know, this year and I was doing this. So I got to hear some really great history from individuals that I've never met and probably yeah, will that. never see again. That's fun. And, uh, they asked to have me back. Uh, the band did. Oh, yeah, so you probably rocked they, that merch table. I'm sure you did. Yeah, I had I had so much fun. Yeah, but it sounds busy as hell. Yeah. It was just you, too. It huh? was just me. Just Sheesh. me back there, and I had a blast. Yeah, we <laughs> sold... I say we. Uh, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Nitty Gritty Nitty Gritty Dirt Band sold some pretty good merch. Yeah. Yeah, they And then I was, I was also able to take... Because it's one of Mom's favorite bands. Right, you got a CD. So, yeah, I got a CD and I got to, yeah. But you met all of the, or a lot of the guys. I didn't meet them all, no. Um, I met three of the guys. You had a uh, fun experience with yeah, the, the singer. <laughs> do you want to say, do you want to tell that story? Yeah, so when I got there, um, it was, it was of course, whenever you're doing something like this, it's, you know, go, go, go. Yeah. And... So as I was selling merch, there was a group of folks that were kind of standing, men that were standing off to the side. And uh, partway through, this older gentleman kind of snuck behind the merch table. And he kind of he was kind of blending in, yeah, he looked, with the well, other older gentleman. Yeah, I couldn't, was, I couldn't tell the difference. Right. And, and, you know, to be honest, I'm very familiar with their music, but I had no idea what they look like. No idea what these guys look like. Right. No clue. I couldn't guess either. Yeah. So anyways, this this gentleman kind of sneaks behind the merch table and starts talking about the CD sales or the number of CDs sold, whatever. Right. And there's a clue there right off the I, bat, but, but you're busy. I'm busy. Doing and I was like, you supposed to be back here. Yeah. <laughs> And and, and uh, he said, well, I don't know. Am I supposed to be back here? I said, what are your, where are your credentials? Just kind of giving him shit, trying right. to chide him a little bit to get him to move back to the other side of the table where he's supposed to be to but buy you, merch. But you knew something was going on. Something though, was bit. odd because he seemed awfully comfortable. Right. And uh, yeah, so then he's bas- touching the stuff, moving it, like centering it or something. Basic. No, he didn't touch anything. Right. He was just kind of peeking. Yeah. Anyways, it was centered anyway because you were doing it. Anyway. Yeah. So he just said something about uh, his credentials were because he wrote all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so what, oh shit. <laughs> so that was Jeff, right? Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he's kinda, a lead singer or is he yeah, like Yeah, he's a, lead singer guitar, I think. And then Jimmy is the drummer. Cool. Yeah, so I got to meet the drummer too. And then Fishing in the dark. Think the, yeah. That one? Yep. Nice. And then uh the other <laughs> one that I met I think was bass player, I think. But yeah, anyways, nice. a lot of fun. Heck yeah. I had a blast. And the crowd was just you know, Sunday night kick-ass. Yeah, everyone was having a great time. Nice. It was a wonderful turnout, and I just, I had fun. And I think one of the highlights of the night is being able to hang out with Michael 
always. Yeah. Uh, Michael runs the Fox. He's and a friend of ours, and he's the nicest yeah. dude, and he has the best stories. Oh, yeah. I've, we we have. I have a story to share off the air with you. That oh, was yeah. fucking rad. Awesome. I like can't always. Wait, I can't wait to, if we get a chance to, this might be the place where we could do an interview with Michael and mm. share it with you guys. <gasps> that would be fun. In the litter box, because he's got some of the coolest stories, but yeah. we, we should share some of his stories even further Yeah, and do it on Scatcast, but... Man, he's got the great stories. Yeah, well, this man has been booking national acts for Ever. 30, 40 years. Yeah, well, yeah. even longer. Yeah. yeah, and he works with the large, uh, the large theaters. Oh, so you're right. he, 40 years. Yeah. yeah, so he, he's met just about everybody. Well, he, he knew all my favorite <laughs> bands when I was first. When I first met him, he was working at a different theater, another beautiful theater mm-hmm. in Spokane, the Bing Crosby Theater. And it had been my goal to play there, and I ended up booking there a bunch of times for Didn't events. you book Dan there? Yeah, I booked Dan Cummins yeah. there. That's yeah. right. Uh, for, yeah, the year before his special, we shot like a, a really crappily shot special <laughs> there. <laughs> and we tried our best, but it didn't turn out very good. Um, but yeah. Uh, you have a bunch of footage on mini DV, don't somewhere, you? Of somewhere. Of Dan? Yeah, yeah. somewhere. <laughs> at, yeah, in Chinese food restaurant the, and a casino mm-hmm. and a few other places that we would book, uh, <laughs> we would book comedians. <laughs> restaurant gigs have to suck for comedians yeah. with that sound and yeah. people just eating in the background. It's got to be terrible. But it's also, we had to do that. But uh, what was I talking about? Michael's Fucking, stories. Yeah, Michael. Uh, he just, I mean, there's underground caverns underneath mm-hmm. the Bing Crosby Theater and the Fox. Mm-hmm. And that's where he would take the big name artists to let them party and do whatever the fuck they would do. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, he's got stories. <laughs> he's got some Lane Staley stories. I'll have to grab him and throw him on here. Yeah. But anyway, I'm glad you had fun. Oh, I had a blast. And you, really, you worked your ass off. As I'm well, sure I wish we you could have come with me, but you were recording. Right. And I was doing it, the, the skits. Yeah. 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 So, but you know, I'm back home. Yes. And uh, I have a, a gig next spring with yeah when they the, come back through with Jimmy and Jeff again yep so that'll be fun they moving in on my squirrel I gotta worry about some shit what's going on here they're the age of my grandparents well that doesn't you're, matter you be fine they sing that song down 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 and fishing in the dark so I mean that's seductive shit ah no anyway all right you're fine <laughs> oh my my paranoia <laughs> all right well let's talk about a little bit of some of the uh, the housekeeping here in yeah. the Scatcast. Uh, not forgotten shit. Oh yes. <laughs> so uh, the beat it butter, mm-hmm. the masturbation marinade. Well, we have two products now, so it went from one product to two. Yeah, we've been I, basically. I've just wanted to test it just to make sure yeah, mm-hmm. that we don't put out anything. It's well tested. It's just got to be. I mean, you want to put in the hours <laughs> and days <laughs> and months and years into something that like well, this. Well, you know, I think his favorite might be the butter. <laughs> it is pretty Rather sweet. than the... the uh, give me a couple thousand <laughs> more hours on the workage. And, and, Do you I know. need to get you a... Uh, uh, a shadow, second dick? A yes. shadow, no, a shadow oh. boxing rally towel. <laughs> I would love that. Yes, I need that. Why not? Although I, it would be just, you could snap it in half yep, at yep, this point. Break it in half. You just, you just got to make sure you rinse that shit and let it dry. And then before you put it in the laundry. Because yeah. I really don't want to have to rip that thing apart. Right. <laughs> that just immediately... Ugh. <laughs> But that actually takes me to Dan and his damn pillow. Mm. That damn pillow moment. That moment on Is We Dumb where he uh, yeah. he mentioned that. And it was just, mm. what the fuck, dude? Yep. <laughs> Not that it's, I mean, we've all done crazy things. I mean, I'm talking yeah. to you and you you probably haven't done a lot of crazy things. but Not like you. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've done that. kind. Of, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Okay, so move on. <laughs> Uh, the beat it butter. It's yes. just, it's still in the, the R&D. St- I mean, we want to get it out there, but it has to be approved by Dr. Mm. Schmogie, mm-hmm. uh, by me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm kind of the, the, I'm the last yeah. thing and I'm, I'm holding it up. But yep. we'll get there. We're getting there soon. And then also the toy, the fucking starship fucking goddamn spade. Yeah. Uh, well. It's in the process. It's not, it's just stalled at the I'm, moment. Because uh, we can't fucking find somebody to print it. <laughs> well, not not locally, and not and we can't even really get the prototype going yet. So we're trying. <laughs> we're working on it in between everything. I mean, but it's at some point, beautiful. before the end of 2022, there'll be a fucking starship. We're up you know, hoping so. Jesus, I don't know. 
Yeah. Anybody got any 3D printing people out there? <laughs> <laughs> Call to action. We definitely, we actually do need it. We 3D really, printing. we really do. At this point, we're stalled in the water. You know, I could very easily call any of the 500 that are listed on, on the, the internet. internet. I don't, I, but I, I, I would much prefer, I don't know, that's kind of a crapshoot. Yeah. You know, it's a crapshoot of, of the quality and I can't. I'm kind of a control freak, so and so are you. Yeah. So we can't really be involved in the process. And yeah. <sighs> well, well, all right, we'll figure it out. But yeah. That's just a small thing. And then the Stone Buddies. Yes. Fucking, we, we went and got a bunch of things mm-hmm. for Stone Buddies. People are like, what was Stone Buddies? It was like this one time on this one episode. Oh, no. There Stone will Buddies. be more of this. But I'm making Stone Buddies, mm-hmm. damn it. And uh, yeah, we're working on it. Yeah. And so none of this shit's been forgotten. No, just, we haven't forgotten. Added a lot to the plate, mainly because the damn ice walls. Yeah. Uh, and we'll have an ice walls update later on this week, mm-hmm. Thursday on the David Nanga show. Uh, okay. <laughs> so that's pretty much, there is one, there's a, one more thing for the Skycast thing. We're going to do something for you guys that we've been wanting to do, but we had to wait until mm-hmm. six months of uh, Skycast Patreon. Yep. This litter box here. We are going to start sending out. You guys have a six month of service mm-hmm. certificates coming. Yep. And uh, I'm excited to do it. So some, I of am you, too. some of you have become six months of service. Yeah. Uh, some of you are on your way to that. Yep. And some of you have just started. But all of you, when you get to the six months and the year, and, yeah. and we're going to keep doing that forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, those things mean a lot to us. So we're going to, you know, hopefully you know, give you something kind of cool that you can have yeah. and, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. For sure. And I'll try and get Dr. Schmogie to sign it and, you know, whoever you want. Ah, So all that'll that be fun. But certainly Mrs. Scriptkeeper and I will sign it, but you know, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about those too. Yeah. And the those first are, batches of those will probably come out here within the next, the next so. well, I was going to say within the next two or three weeks, the yeah. first batch will be sent out. Yeah. So I'm, I've already got everything that I need. Yeah. We yeah. appreciate you guys so yeah. much. And this is a small token of our appreciation. Mm-hmm. So, the, that there's that okay all right the next thing that we have is uh, <laughs> the grunge jesus oh good <laughs> this week i i don't really have i loved time traveling jesus <laughs> Dino i jesus. loved that <laughs> i love that show i love the concept it's a fun concept i'm i'm yeah i'm so glad you did it i know you were uh, hesitant and you weren't even sure you were going to put it out last was, week yeah yeah you were Okay, so he goes through this questioning phase where he wonders, should I or shouldn't I? It's art. And yeah. It's, and it's comedy art. So it's yeah. like, oh, fuck. It's so cute gotta, to watch him question himself. Somebody. <laughs> well, well, this week it's grunge Jesus. And the mission is, you know, grunge out. And yep. Do the things. And I'm excited about it. It's, yeah. it's done. Like, as of right now that we're talking about it. like I You finished the, it? Yeah, it's all the finalized <gasps> stuff. So I know it's, I know that I'm, I'm willing to put it out. Good. And so there it is. I'm so excited. You're going to be are you going to be afraid again? Yeah. Well, are you going to well, question? Ha, 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 yes. <laughs> Shit. No. I'm I'm having fun and it was just a blast to make and there's I've, I gave it a theme song. I mean there's a little kind of theme mm-hmm. song from last time but that's that remains but now there's a theme song theme song. Oh good. And I'm kind of pumped about that. Yeah. And then there's also a another musical bit as part of the show. It's like a little mini song like a minute and a half song oh really that did you write music i did oh nice i, I made a little I made a little song well it's in grunge seattle and how else would you get to court uh, to kurt cobain if you don't play a battle of the bands to open oh, for nirvana in 1990 nice you <laughs> so, did you did a bob i did a bob i why not i you gotta write what you know yeah i've played a lot of you've bobs played a lot of bobs from my eight from when i was like 19 till 22 23 mm-hmm. Played a lot of bobs. <laughs> Battle you, of them you've bands. hosted bobs. I've, no, then I hosted bobs, and mm-hmm. now I I don't like bobs. I know you don't like bobs. I'm, I'm anti Battle of the Bands. Yeah. Shit. Okay, we're spider webbing a little bit. So check this out, friends. Uh, my uh, a couple friends of mine and I back in who cares uh, many years ago. Mm-hmm. We have this big beautiful venue. Uh, we've talked about two already today, but there's another one called the Knitting Factory. It mm-hmm. holds about fifteen to sixteen, seventeen hundred people. And it first came here. It was called the Big Easy. Yep. And when it opened up, I I jumped on it because mm-hmm. I had a music magazine for the city. And the guy that owned it, or ran it, the guy that ran it, was an amazing dude that mm-hmm. kind of took me under his wing a little bit. And so it was like, yay! And that's uh, where I met Dax. Yeah, Dax Johnson. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't heard that. I met Dax. Look him up, you guys. Yeah, Dax Johnson. Piano player, artist. Yeah. Dax Johnson. He was a good friend of ours. He passed away from 
complications of life yeah. uh, a long time ago for us now. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring up Dax. I no. was just like thinking back to the, B, the Big, Big Easy, Easy? Yeah. and sitting there. And we used to go to Thomas Hammer Coffee, which is right around the corner yep. or well, down the street. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he worked at Thomas Hammer. No, he lived upstairs. That's right. For a short yeah. period of time. Oh, yeah. he had a tight. Yeah. He had a sweet place. Yeah. Him and Criminal Doogie. I forgot about, I haven't thought about these guys for a long time. I wonder if I met him too. He I may, may have. He may have. There was like two or three guys that would hang around. And when I was, because I worked at Kimley and Haygood at the time in real estate. Right. And I go downstairs and I get my coffee from Thomas Hammer um, after I get my lunch. Mm. And I would run into them there. Mm-hmm. So. Well, crap. Well, we spiderwebbed for my I know. Again, sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. It. <laughs> It's nice to think about Dax. I miss yeah. I miss that human on the earth. Yeah, it's less good without him. He had uh, very very creative energy. Oh man, he, he was, was <laughs> yeah. He was an eccentric dude. He, he was, was he was cool as fuck. Yeah, and, oh, he was loved. He was so beloved. And we so got talented. into the most interesting conversations just about life and the universe. It was very that was very his cool. Brain. Yeah, yeah. Man, I haven't thought about him for a long time. Thank you for bringing him up. Oh, you're welcome. Dax Johnson, if you guys get a chance, I don't even know if anybody took the time to put a website know. out for the poor guy. I, I don't know. I mean, he was, he's a big, big, you know, in mm. certain circles. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of, everybody just knew how talented yeah, and it's, he was. And it's Dax, D-A-X. Yeah. Johnson. Dax Johnson. Yeah. But yeah, so the Knitting Factory, uh, back to the Battle of yeah. the Bands idea. I, I met the owner there and within the first couple of years they were trying to do cool things and they were working with local bands and so they worked with my newspaper mm-hmm. or my magazine or whatever you want to call it and uh, he gave me the opportunity well he offered me a job for one and I was like mm-hmm. no I'm doing this magazine <laughs> and I should have taken the job probably but I did the magazine for many years later so but uh, he was like well what can we do mm-hmm. I want to do a battle of the bands I was like oh fuck I hate those so much <laughs> I hate those yeah. so much. And I was like, all right, right. Give, give me a couple seconds here. And I, I came up with on the spot this thing called the Hardest Working Band Showcase. Yes. And it was like, fuck judges mm-hmm. and stuff. It's like, <clears throat> but it also is kind of like the, the bands didn't necessarily like it either. So it wasn't like a victory for me. Like, well, I was, came up with this great idea that everyone liked. It was but like, it was better. It was better than the alternative. Well, yeah, because... It was, but the the best bands that were like the most talented and most had put in their most effort into music and writing mm-hmm. didn't necessarily win. The bands that had the most hustled, hustle, yeah, yeah. That, that got out there and were like, "I'm going to put out flyers, I'm going to sell tickets, mm-hmm. I'm going to get sponsors, I'm going to get this T-shirts." Was, so essentially, you know, whatever. So essentially, um, this was more the hardest working band showcase was more of a. Uh, a showcase of the business aspect of bands. It was, and I think that's very valuable. It was uh, a fun. lot of a lot of these uh, new artists don't know the business side, so learning it's the valuable. business side is very valuable. It, so and good it for changes you. fast. Well, what the, the, my point of it was that they gave me that venue like 15, 20 times mm-hmm. over the course of this thing. So mm-hmm. I get to. It was crazy because that venue was like this big ah, mm-hmm. kind of thing to me. I'm in my 20s, my early 20s right. when this is happening. And it's like, oh, this is overwhelming. This mm-hmm. is millions of dollars worth of investment. And it's like, it's like booking the Orpheum, here. you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, so it was kind of weird. But after, you know, after working with everyone there and mm-hmm. after, you know, kind of bu- building some friendships and stuff with a few of the people there and doing 15, 20 of them, mm-hmm. it was, it became you know, kind of old hat on some right. level. So it, t- it demystified the place and mm-hmm. it became kind of fun. And, but I still hate battle of the bands yeah. because not one person was very excited at the end because people it's Spokane. So some of our sponsors fell out. I mean, we were, have, we had like a band van lined up and the band van guy was like, no, nah. like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? No, nah? that's You're like, like the surprise. That's how the people came. That was what you can't pull out on the van. Yeah. And it was, you know, in my planning wasn't a hundred percent great, but we our magazine spread for it was great because I didn't sleep the whole time. I was sick because I wasn't there. That's right. If you had been there, it would have been rad. All of my events that I did pre Monique would have been so much better if Monique would have been involved. Aww. I could have sat on my butt and just I just been like, wanted to give you shit em. for a second. Well, I'll gush because you you are good at this shit. I'll tell Aww. you what. You are. It's too bad that you're not doing very much of it anymore. No, no, I'm not. You, you basically retired from. I it. did. I retired from real estate, went to music full time, yeah. and then uh, four year, five years, six years later, seven years later, yeah, seven, six, six years later, uh, I retired from uh, booking and promoting. <clears throat> we still got Sovereign, but Sovereign's kind of—I mean, we're 
pretty t- we're chilling making yeah. videos and making yeah you guys are you have a different twist on what you're doing yeah you know and michael and i talked about that tonight too did you uh we talked about uh booking and promoting and and that sort of thing michael didn't know i had retired mm. so i talked to him about that and that was kind of an interesting another little it wasn't really a twist it was more of a I don't know a moment <laughs> we'll where to. we where we might be able to talk about something else in the future as far as that goes cool yeah, potentially i just want to bring crazy people to our nicest yeah. venue and see if it still stands yeah 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 why not the city of spokane just lets me play with all their stuff mm-hmm. i don't understand i mean i feel very lucky i'm very have, very fortunate but i just get to play with their you stuff. have great ideas yeah you do. The hardest working band showcase. The best bands were like, "Fuck you, dude." Yeah, that was, I know. Like, I did an open mic night at the Knitting Factory. So what? It's a 50- you did an open mic night at we the got, Knit. We got to do three of them. Oh shit! And the whole idea was, and it was with these because we had like sixty bands. Like we, and I invited all of them. Mm-hmm. I, my magazine, we had found. You know, there's like several hundred bands at the time in Spokane, if Mm -hmm. not more than that, and many, many artists and hip hop artists and all this stuff. And so we we reached out to all the ones that we'd covered over like three, four years and invited them and a ton of them showed up. And so we kind of made it like, I don't know, I tried, we tried, my partners and I tried to make it like part final four kind of stuff, like the NCAA day tournament. <laughs> but then that didn't, you know, make sense. But then we also tried to make it completely like merit based where it's right. like, get out there and hustle. Right. But then there was also a bunch of cheering shit. So we did actually let the mm. crowd decide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we tried to do some MySpace shit. It was MySpace at the time, if that says anything. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, it was. Oh, wow. I don't even know where I'm going with that. It's just a big mess. And so Battle of the Bands, I I mean, I've... No more bobs. Right. Here's another little side thing. Like, I've, I've been lucky, I mean, for my little region, you know, I've played in bands and, and we've gotten to play a lot of cool big shows and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's never been my ambition to move to any big city and, and chase any kind of crap. I'm really not... Right. I like to do it, this music stuff, but it's like, I just want to stay home. I'm not really interested mm. in all the things that go with it and stuff. But I did play... <laughs> Whenever they would do Battle of the Bands after, you know, after I'd done a f- several of them after mm-hmm. my 19, 20, and 21, when I was in a band that was pretty good and when I was in like 22, 23, and we were very serious, it seemed like all the time we'd just get a phone call from a venue in the area and they'd be like, hey, come win $1,000 or come win $2,000. Oh. <laughs> just come play this Battle of the Bands. We guarantee you're going to win it. We just want you to come so that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was so that's... So I say I fucking hate Battle of the Bands, even though they cheated for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but also I'll tell one more story. Like the very first thing I ever did publicly, uh, minus one little tiny thing, but uh, my first time with a band ever, and it's mm-hmm. the band tattooed on my back. I was going to ask about that. It was Downport. Mm-hmm. And the very first thing we did was a, a kickstart your career yeah. uh, Motley Crue contest oh, no. that the local radio station had done. This is a long time ago. We're talking like 90. I'm a teenager nine? and I'm, in my, I'm 43 right now. 97. Fucking 90. Yeah. 99. 98. 90, no, you're right. 98. Yeah. 98. 98. Yeah. So fucking I'm a, I'm a baby. You're a child. I was a child. He's a and, child. And the record that I had was a childlike record. But here's the thing real quick. We did this contest. It was a bunch of call in shit. Like they, they, we turned in our music to the radio station mm-hmm. and then a bunch of our friends called in, but we were a high school band. So we had hundreds of you friends, had the whole, the whole, Dude. um, the the entire school high school population. Yes. What is it called? I don't know. The student body. Student body. Them them sons of bitches. And so we, we know our listeners are like shouting at me right now. They're like student body, <laughs> student, student body. body. But but we won like a lot to get on the show. Mm-hmm. And so and they had it like a final four kind of thing where we competed against a band or two, and then we won our round. And then we had a live venue show at this <laughs> really skeezy, methed out fucking venue. It was the first place I ever was it played. The hop? No, it was uh, Ichabod. Oh, Ichabod's North. Yeah, dude. Oh, fuck. Anyway. We've talked about that place. We have. We fucking have. burned down. I probably even told this story. I have no fucking Yikes. clue what I've said on the internet now and what I have <laughs> in podcast form. But anyway, we had this contest. The radio station held this contest. Mm-hmm. There was a really, really great group of people that had created a band for this. They were huge fans of Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were kind of rap metal, but they were... They kind of like 
created this thing to win this contest okay and it turned i think i don't know maybe not but it was their first gig and they they had an amazing that's how you sound. remember it that's how i remember okay. it i'll ask george and he'll yeah. tell me I'm a fucking idiot. but he's, <laughs> he'd be right but then i also had some friends that i went to college with that were in a band that they fucking love motley Crue so fucking much mm-hmm. and and they were a pretty good band too they ended up going to seattle and i can't remember what their name is anymore but they were uh they were great too. And there was mm-hmm. another band that dressed up on, in all white and had a projector on them. Oh, wow. And they were weird. But those were the four bands. And we fucking Was this slayed. the Sock Night? No. Oh. No, 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 no. No, this was my first show ever. Oh, oh. Okay. And I was, I, my throat was sick. Like I was uh-huh. all fucked up. It was wintertime shit. Oh, that's right. And okay. I couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. And I was drinking tea and shit. And I couldn't talk on the way to the venue. I got tears and fear and all this shit. Right. But it was fine. I, I ended up, we slayed because, and mainly because we had uh, the brothers and sisters of kids that we went to the high school with. The entire student body. But no, I mean, it was 21 <laughs> and over, but it was the older kids that, oh. that were like a couple years older than us. They came and populated it. Oh. And so we had like three quarters of the crowd. Nice. And so we crushed it mm-hmm. <laughs> to our friends, <laughs> and, you know, but we didn't win. And, uh, you know, one of the judges was out talking while the band that won, he was out there talking to me and being like, hey, you guys are pretty good. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, shouldn't you be watching the band? That's like, because it's short little sets. Right. And I remember I went to... Uh, to SFCC for some reason, the, the community college around here, uh-huh. and they had a little newspaper, and they had they somebody handed it to me. They're like, "Dude, your band was in the thing," and they wrote that it was like some conspiracy against us. Oh no! <laughs> it was somebody I didn't even know. It was just somebody at the show, and uh, it was just funny because it was like that. My first experience was we got fucked mm-hmm. and we didn't win and we didn't get to play for Motley Crue at the Opera House. Oh, and we were like, "Ah!" And you know, I'm glad we didn't because the band that did got booed the fuck off the stage <gasps> at the thing. Oh no! It sounds like shit in the Opera House if you've oh. got heavy music. It just does. I'm oh. sorry. I, I, yeah, it does. Sorry, Opera House. We have a lot of <laughs> venues in, in Spokane that we've played in, and not all of them sound great. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, my first one was that, and then throughout my 20s was like, "Hey, we're gonna cheat for you. I'm the promoter <laughs> of the thing. Come, I'm gonna just give you money. Just come do that, so I can sell some beer." And then you know, then I did the hardest working band showcase, mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't want to do those again. And you know, even the first thing I ever did is I volunteered to, to like my band volunteered to be the non-competing band when we were kids for mm-hmm. this thing called Bob Fest. Oh. <laughs> Battle of the Bands Fest. Oh, wow. Which is a great tradition and it's for young bands mm-hmm. and stuff. And we were a young band. I was just a little kid then. I've heard about Bob Fest and it, people wanting to bring Bob Fest back. Yeah. it's at, It used to be right where we're going to play for Pig Out in the Park. Oh. It used to be right on that clock tower stage. In fact, here, you hold down the fort for a second. Okay. I've got a fucking... He's reaching. I literally have a picture. This oh is my where, God. This is at... Bob Fest. Okay, I need to take a picture of that picture and no. put it. I'm gonna. I am. I'm gonna put it up. I'm gonna no. put it in Patreon, so you guys know what we're talking about. No. Yes, okay. I am. Thank you, honey. All right. But that was my first time playing. Is that you? The, yeah, I was a big boy. Dang. I was just after being a football okay, guy. Okay, I got. A, I got a question. So, uh, and you, you guys will see the photo, and you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> don't so, are your, are don't you, waste your time. Are your pants pretending to be shorts? <laughs> Or do your shorts really want to be pants? Look, the 90s and early 2000s were a strange time to be alive for fashion. I'm just curious. I mean, I'm just lucky that my hair wasn't frosted. and You don't have any hair. I didn't. I shaved my head. You... I, I had just gotten done playing a bunch of football. Oh, okay. And deciding not to be a football oh, player your... anymore. Okay, so, you know, a really weird thing that I just had. The... So I weighed like 270 pounds probably right wow. there. Wow. So I had the really I could eat strongest fucking... urge. Because I'm looking at this picture and my fingers went right to the picture because I wanted to zoom in. <laughs> I'm on my phone way too much. I'm holding yes. an actual photo and my fingers want to zoom in so I can see if he's got hair or not. But I, anyways. I shaved it all off. Just like now, except for different reasons. Yeah. At that point, I was angsty and changing things Were in my angsty? life. Were you angsty? You're angsty teen? I was changing things in my life. I have another story for that, but I'm not going to tell it. I've told okay. plenty of stories from away. But Battle of the Bands, they kind of suck. I mean, music isn't a competition. That's the main thing that I'm trying to say, yes. which I haven't said, is that it's really weird to give people points. For art. And that's why we tried to do the Hardest Working Band mm-hmm. Showcase, because I told the guy that asked me to do it at the Big Easy, I was like, 
music isn't something that you can compete with. That's the point of our magazine. Mm -hmm. Like that's why we're not, you know, trying to favor bands that we think Mm -hmm. might have a chance to be signed or this and that, or trying to follow the bands that are already signed. It's like, we're trying to give everybody equal footing and all that Mm -hmm. shit because it's not a competition. It's our culture. I mean, just because I don't like the the tones that come out of this guy's face doesn't mean that it doesn't represent. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's writing songs about our community. Mm -hmm. He's writing songs about at least his experiences while living here, perhaps, Mm -hmm. or at least it's influencing him. Right. And I I believe that is important. And that was the the thesis of our magazine. Right. It was like, well, that was, this shit's our culture. That was also the Spokane whole... Spokane has goofy culture. That was the whole thesis of the, uh, the Songsmith series, too. Absolutely, it was. So, yeah. you know, and we're, when we were booking the Songsmith series, we were booking anywhere, depending on the time of year, uh, anywhere from three to, at one point, six nights a week <laughs> yeah. at different venues for yeah. months and months and months on end. Yeah. And that's how I got to play 250 shows yeah. in a year was from that. Well, that and to your stretch of where we, well, did you were hosting them too. So, yeah, exactly. and, and my whole goal was to get as many of these original acoustic artists out there that I could. Yeah. And I was trying, I was trying to get them into a rotation. So, um, they would play a show or two one month and then they would have to take the following month off and then they would play another show or two that next month. So right. they got to play three or four times a year and it was not hard to do. A month? A year? <clears throat> a, a year? A year. Oh, yeah. Uh, those those, oh, uh, those rotations. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. rotations. Sorry. And then they would play a different each month. They'd play. Like I wasn't you know, a, a part of this. I'm like, I don't know what you did. What, what were you doing? No. So it was. It was a whole. I had a system. I, I had a system did. to make sure that everyone was cycled through, and uh, yeah, it wasn't hard to do. I think I ended off with 162 solo acoustic artists. Yeah, is what I is what I worked with. All of with. them that yeah. wrote original music that yep. is part of our culture. And they were all regional, you know, relatively yeah. speaking, not all of them lived in Spokane. You know, they're regional. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was the whole point. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell a lot about uh, the area by its art. Mm-hmm. So you, that's where, that's where the heartbeat is in, this is just my opinion, but where the heartbeat is of the town you live in is where the art is. Look mm-hmm. at the paintings. Not just music. Yeah. Look the, at the uh, music. Look at the spoken word. Look at authors. Yep. All of it. That's where, I don't know. That's where the, the, the breath, the life breath of your town is, is in your art. And being able to nurture them. roads aren't filled with potholes. Right. Shit. Well, Spokane's being able to for one there. Hmm. Being able to nurture that and share it with your neighbors is I don't know, it's huge. It creates a sense of camaraderie and pride in where you live. And I'm getting off my soapbox no, because I think this was uh for years I did the Songsmith series and yeah. that was our whole point. Yeah. And uh, I yeah. also wanted to see if I could make a living by playing music four five six nights a week mm-hmm. it's not not easy at not all. easy no, no you did though yeah but they, well done one thing that i learned i mean it's it might just be the level of and it, may, it might be what i asked the venues to mm. to pay us but uh <laughs> inflation is inflation and, mm-hmm. and things have gone up in price and value well not value but in price, in price cost, yeah in cost and uh over the years but they pretty much pay the same yeah. what they used to pay in like the 80s. I think they pay I less now. Before I even started playing. I think I, they, pay, I, they pay less compared now. Compared to in, inflation, yeah. No. Straight across well, the board yeah, from actually, what I, Michael yeah, and I talked right. about that tonight. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, they make uh, anywhere from 30 to 60% less today than they did 15 years ago. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's supply and demand. I mean, and it that's really not, is. that's not, um, that's not factoring in inflation either. That's dollar for dollar. That's fucked. Yeah. But I do remember in like the early 2000s, like mm-hmm. there was a venue would just be like, here's 800 bucks. Right. Put on an open mic night. And, right. You know, and if you need radio, I'll pay another, you know, 700 bucks mm-hmm. or some shit. And you're like, yeah. well, <laughs> right. And you know, that could be our area, 
uh, a yeah. part of it could be our area, sure. but I think the other part does have to do with just the where we live now. I mean, the mm-hmm. the time we live in, technology has changed things quite a bit. Yeah, and I think a lot of the people that want to go see li- or are curious to go see mm-hmm. live local or regional music mm-hmm. and just take a chance on some shit. Mm-hmm. I think they're kind of aging out a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I think so. Because when we see like most of the people that used to pack places, mm-hmm. even well before we were, well, ever they got kids where, now. They got yeah. careers. You or know? I mean, like the blues community mm-hmm. is what kind of started oh, they've all that got shit. grandkids yeah exactly yeah and so and they're not they're like let's go out to the bar yeah and drink alcohol they're like which we've will kill me. beat the fuck out of our bodies yeah. for 50 years now i don't want to go to the bar yeah. <laughs> <laughs> although it's fun to like those guys just keep going and oh going. they do the blues once guys you get are crazy once you get them on a stage they might be sore and they might be tired oh, once not. you get them going holy shit they'll go for hours yeah, music is magic they're like a peterbilt engine yeah just like tonight just like those <laughs> yes, guys I mean, exactly. those guys are in their 60s right yeah and they're fucking yep. rocking it i don't know how old they are but older. yeah I don't, 60s, 1965 they were adults shit yeah all right i mean they were adults okay well they're 70s 80s mm-hmm. right tell me help me out here Fuck. yeah something like well that. i know my mother was uh, 14 15 years old when they came together and mom is going to be 70 in november okay yeah so we're i think i'm close yeah i'm close somebody can tell me that i need to get off the island (laughs) i don't suck at math though but i'm tired and screw you guys i'm doing skits cats not math scats well enough about music (laughs) we 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 totally fucking spiderwebbed we just talked about shit so uh there's really not much left i would Mm -hmm. say that uh, the chicken update is the last little oh, thing. Michelle has a dress. <laughs> right. <laughs> Besides, there's dipshit files. Ted Bundicles, part Ted two. Ted Bundicles. Bundicles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> part two. That's coming out on Wednesday. That's going to encompass. And I'm gonna. I, okay, guys. I'm really gonna try and get this in one episode. I Do really it. am. We have the first episode that only covered. The, his first series of murders. I know. That's it. Well, and that in his, in the his beginning childhood. of his life, his yeah. childhood and stuff. Um, that was but, really a lot of stuff, though. Well, there, there's, there's a fuck ton this more. This is crazy shit coming, so. Um, but, but we'll yeah, do our best. Got... If we don't get it all in one, what we'll do is uh, we'll put the rest out on here in the yeah. box and we'll, we'll put it all together or something. We'll, we'll the, figure out. We'll the whole it. thing was I did want to cover... I can. I know I can get his trial and uh, all the crazy shit that happened after he was caught, and the Utah, Florida murders. I know I can get that all in there. Okay. Uh, in and one more episode, but I wanted to cover his confessions, because, the nature of his killings, the 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 information came out in his confessions, mm. because they never they just found bones, so it's very difficult to tell. And some of the times they just found like like that one lady, they just found her kneecap, right, patella. Right. That's Fine. it. So patella. being able to <laughs> being able to uh, cover that and get this information, you gotta delve into his confessions and. I think if I do that, I'm just going to, we'll, we'll probably just record it and put it out as a bonus episode right here on Patreon because yeah. uh, there's a there's a lot of information there. Right. You know? Works so. for me. Okay. So join us Wednesday for more yeah, dipshit files. Yeah, part two. For those of you that like the true crime stuff. Yeah. If it's not your taste, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't blame you. You're missing okay. a little, there's some little mini skit scats in there, but <laughs> if it's if you don't like gross things or sick to pray fucks, then mm-hmm. yeah, stay away. See, okay, so. I mean, little, it grosses me out a lot of the time. I was going to say a little bit of disclosure here. <laughs> I'm the true crime person. Yeah, that's for That's you. me. Yeah. Um, Zach, I just so happen to work for Time Suck and do research yeah. on that shit. Well, but. Zach teased me for, he's tease me the whole time we've been married <laughs> murder porn <clears throat> yes because when now, it's I cliche to call it murder porn but I've been calling it that for a long time at, when I go to bed at night I crawl into bed and I'll read sometimes or I watch TV and I'll turn the light off and what am I watching murder porn murder porn it's either forensic file yeah it's my thing right and so I but I've done that for since I've known him so he was I'm sure worried about me in the beginning but I haven't <laughs> killed anybody no We're good I, I mean, you know nothing that can be proven that I know about yeah. <laughs> I mean she disposes of bodies well I guess I don't know but yeah I mean I'm not a bit I'm not 
I'm not a big fan of Mm-mm. true crime. I, I don't seek you, it out. You find it interesting when it's presented to you, but you don't go out of your way to find it. Right. And that's the difference between you and I. Yeah. yeah. But I do want to put out really good true crime yeah. based stuff. Right. And I'm just a reaction guy. Like, ooh, gross. <laughs> Fuck that. And wow. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, but yeah, it's been a fun, it's been a fun journey. We're it has 20, been a this will be our 21st episode that's together. That's so crazy. It's a lot of, and those are, that's our longest podcast. I that's think, a lighting. That's, that's a lot of writing on my part. As far as, oh yeah. That's I mean, a lot of fucking writing. Coming from a script keeper. Yeah. You are <laughs> keeping a lot of scripts, a lot more than I am. My little scripts are little, small little things mm, and little, mm. little, you know, like I can fill in ad lib shit here. You've got very, very specific. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Plus it's a all lot the of stuff fun. they do. Yeah. It is fun. So yeah. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, we are having the time of mm-hmm. our lives right now. So uh, thank you for your money. <laughs> thank you for supporting what yeah. we do and for listening and for writing in. And sharing this stuff yeah. with your friends. Even how, you. Even though it might be absolutely asinine to do. Uh, yeah. But if you find somebody in life that, that you think might like the Skits Cats, we definitely appreciate you yeah. sharing it with them. Uh, even though I told you not to in the beginning, you guys <laughs> defied me. And, and by That's, the way, just record-breaking week after record-breaking week. It's been mm-hmm. a, this month has been just crazy growth. If you guys are interested in that kind of thing, yeah. So whatever you're doing is working, yeah. And uh, it's very nice. So week after week, increase after increase. Yeah, it's fun so to watch. It's it makes us fun. feel good. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're not millionaires yet, so fucking keep it up. But <laughs> it's still working great. Millionaires. <laughs> I doubt we're we're not even really thousandaires at yeah, this point. So. We're, we're like, oh, I'm a fucking hundredaire a lot, basically. Yeah, but we, we're, you know, a solid hundredaire. Solid multi-hundredaire. Yeah. I fucking mean, we're killing it. Yeah. We're thousandaires. I know. I'm How just kidding. You? I'm just kidding. We're multi-thousandaires, but not for long. I'm just kidding. We might, we're slipping a little bit. Inflation. And, yeah, I know. You know, I don't work for Dan Cummins anymore. Dan Cummins paid me really uh, good yeah he put gas in the gas tank tonight and he put 20 bucks in and got four gallons just under four gallons it was 450 good god it was 450 again jeez it was very good i know it's insane anyway oh, I, I got just over yeah fuck whatever moving on Do, not, we're doing the chicken uh update, oh yes and that's the last thing okay so um i have decided that well i got michelle uh two dresses they're little diapers they're they're so cute (laughs) cute. but i did pick those up and i i tried one on her brought her in the house and if you listen really hard in just a ride podcast (laughs) i think it was it's either this week that went out on friday or it's next week's episode you can you could no it's next week's episode it's the one on friday you're gonna hear her in the background (laughs) starting to make noise um so i had to take her outside but anyways what i've decided is i think i'm going to trust nature right um i'm going to bring her in to give her uh, a little extra care time to eat and time to and eat in peace. So they're not attacking her. Um, so she can wear her pantaloons. Well, she gets to wear her diapers, so she's not shitting all over the place, but uh, she's not going to live in the house unless I have zero other option. Um, I don't, I, I can't, have a chicken living in the house. Yeah, I agree. Diapers or not. But that sounds good. That it's just fair. very difficult for me to make that choice. Plus, once I take her away and she's gone for a while, they have to reintroduce the pecking order. And be, they were it, already dicks to her. They're already so yeah. dicks. This so, seems like the right way to do it. So what I'm doing is I'm going to bring her in um, like every day, just for a couple hours, give her a break, fatten her up, give her some snacks because she is thinner than the rest. Michelle has stuck up for herself a little bit though, she, is what you were saying. Yes. Well, she's starting to. Okay. Yes, she is starting to. And she's starting to roost. Like she wouldn't even, couldn't she, figure, yeah. up, she figure couldn't, out how to get no, off the ground really. She couldn't. She can't get in the chairs yet, but she's she so is. She's so cute, you guys. She's so cute. Yeah. She's figured out how to raise herself and kind of hop up onto um, the roost. Right. Just, but it's only like, it's the lowest one. It's like six inches off the ground. But she's roosting. Yes. So that's an improvement. Yeah. So maybe we'll get some eggs on her. I mean, I don't yeah, know. we'll get eggs from her. But and I yes, we've got a shit ton of eggs now. Yeah, Scat they're cast eggs at scatcast.com. No, they're all yeah, they're all starting to lay. We've got I think three hens laying now. Yeah, is it three? Mm-hmm. That's tight. And we have, and we thought we had a couple guys. We, we should. This should be the update oh, too. We thought yeah. we had a couple cocks. We, we don't. No, it's all ten of them are roosters. They're all the females. Hens. They're yeah. all hens. Yeah. I'm a farmer now. I farm. Well, we've got pullets and hens. So whatever the fuck those yeah, are. Pullets pullet? are before they lay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Well, I, <laughs> I feel like a few of us learned something new just now. <laughs> a pullet, huh? A pullet. If I was to use that in a sentence, I feel like very few folk would know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Except for we're pullets, talking about pullets are yeah they're pullets until they start laying from what bomb? I understand yeah pullets maybe shooting. young female chickens okay anyways moving on well Michelle we're moving is, on to the very end yeah well Michelle is healthier oh, yeah um, we're spending more time together uh, yeah and I'm hoping that we can bridge the gap between her development and I mean her development is way way behind everyone else. Mm. And, well, we'll see. She'll be all right. Yeah. I think she'll be okay. I hope so. We'll yeah. see. But anyway, wish wish Michelle luck, you yeah. guys. Uh, yeah. You know, we're doing our best for her. We'll see. But she's got a little fucking pants. We'll put that so picture up. So I'll put that up there, too. So yeah. I'm going to put I'm gonna put the... Uh, oh, not the dumb... I'm putting the Bob, Bob up there. Fest. I'm putting oh. Bob up there. All right. Deal with it. Well, and I should say... And then Michelle in her... Michelle in her pink dress. <laughs> <laughs> well, that goes with the pink guitar that Dan Conrad's playing in that is picture. Is he playing a pink guitar? Oh, yeah. Is that definitely. him in the tank top? Yeah. Dan Conrad is like a, he's kind of like a John Mayer singer. He's one of the yeah. most talented songwriters and yep. singers and yep. guitar players I've ever met. And he was, I think, like 15 in that picture. Wow. And he's, he's just, writing in Nash. He's writing in, not, he's here, but he's writing for Nashville. Yeah. He writes with, with a buddy Casey of his Timmer. who's yeah. fucking written a couple of hit songs in yeah. Nashville. Yeah. So, I don't know. And there's a couple other cool cats in there. Uh, but I just look like I just got a football camp. Yeah, you do, I did. actually. You kind of <laughs> do. You look like you're going to Hulk smash somebody. I did. I look like an aggressive guy. <laughs> and I would eat like 70 cheeseburgers a week. Mm-hmm. That was really a weird time. All right. I feel like this is so much inside shit that it's probably too much inside you, shit. You think? Yeah. You think I mean, they're I, sick of our voices? I think they're sick of me. I think they're probably sick of both of us. I'm sick of me. I'm happy to talk to you. <laughs> but all right. This, is, uh, this has been a lot of fun yeah and we have a busy ass week here at Scatcast, so yes, uh we keep those letters coming in we're trying to check them all out we've, mm-hmm. we've got plans to do some bulk reads at some point yep. and to yeah try and got some special some stuff coming out on Scatcast this week yeah yeah definitely Always. so there's i mean some stuff from them Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking all your skit scats here. Yeah. Well, we've got, I'm not going to use all of them, guys, because holy hell, thank you right. very much. But right. I'm, I grabbed a handful, mm-hmm. uh, kind of first come, first serve kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm going to start throwing some of that. Good Plus, stuff. there's some great stuff you guys send in or do and put on the internet, and I try and find all those <coughs> things or people tag <coughs> me mm-hmm. or send them to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I once a week, I try and look at all that shit as best I can mm-hmm. and really kind of try and grab stuff and whatever. Yep. Uh, and appreciate what you guys do. But it's starting to get crazy with all the times. Yeah, it's lots of things. Well, I tried to do a new show also. I have, you know, we've, we did Time Traveling Jesus, mm-hmm. which is now a show we will do, you know, serial-like. There's another couple that we've been, it's like, fuck it, why not? Mm-hmm. Just to make more stuff. So I don't know. I'm just kind of obsessed with making skit scats right now. So yeah. tell me if that's a silly thing, but I'm just going to keep doing that. I'm, so. I, I'm enjoying it. And I will read everything that comes through from that info at scatcast.com. Yes. Uh, for sure. But it usually it's once a week. <laughs> so if it takes me a <laughs> while to get got. back. Yeah. But uh, thank you guys for everything. And yes. we'll talk at you in the future. And it'll seem like the present. Bye. Bye. Bing bong. <laughs> Just a little guy. <laughs>